You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. All right, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso and Michael Best discuss the latest legal challenges to the Keystone XL pipeline. They speak with Deborah Sivas, director of the Environmental Law Clinic at Stanford University Law School. Tell us what the Sierra Club and these other plaintiffs are alleging uh, in order to try to stop the president's decision to allow the pipeline to go into effect. Sure. The the complaint that was filed on Thursday by the environmental groups really focuses on the uh, claims under the National Environmental Policy Act and under the sort of General Administrative Procedure Act. And what they're alleging is that um, there has not been enough review of uh, of the environmental impacts from the pipeline. There is a, a environmental review that was done a while back, but they're alleging that there's new information about the the dangers posed by the particular kind of oil coming out of Alberta um, and new information about the price of oil and how that might affect whether um, th- this pipeline would facilitate uh, more getting more oil out of the ground than would otherwise happen. So they're alleging that those those things have not been adequately considered in the State Department's approval and also that the State Department has not uh, articulated a reason for a legitimate reason for reversing the Obama administration decision. Deborah, which side has the stronger argument? Um, well, yeah, I think it's it's a bit of a toss-up here because um, there is a document. When the State Department reversed this recent reversal, they they put out a document like 30 pages long that kind of is their explanation. So just as we were saying, they have to at least give some explanation to make the decision not arbitrary and capricious. And, and, and you know, so I, it's hard to handicap because there are some legitimate arguments that there's new information that should have been considered and that it was arbitrary to simply reverse the decision. On the other hand, there is deference to the agency, especially in this arena where it's a kind of a – the reason there's a presidential permit is is that it's it's a, the pipeline goes across borders, and so it's kind of a foreign affairs issue, which is even more deference to the – at the presidential level. So I, I, I don't know, you know, who ultimately might – might, might win out on this one. I, I think it's kind of a toss-up, and it all depends on whether the judge thinks there's enough um, explanation uh, for, for why this, the State Department reversed course. That's Deborah Sivas, director of the Environmental Law Clinic at Stanford University Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso and Michael Best. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. 
And now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Credit Suisse says it has zero tolerance for tax evasion. The Swiss bank was surprised last week by a five-nation money laundering and tax evasion investigation. In newspaper advertisements in the U.K., Credit Suisse says it has terminated relationships with clients who can't prove they paid their taxes. Allergan has lost its bid to get a whistleblower lawsuit rejected. The suit accuses the company of providing free drugs and other goods to doctors in exchange for them prescribing Allergan drugs for Medicare and Medicaid patients. The U.S. government has joined the lawsuit. Allergan denies any wrongdoing. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. What could you do if your data was working for you? and not against you. With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.